Hi guys, welcome back. We just wanted to talk a little bit about um, this amazing book that's coming out. You guys have maybe listened to the episode where we talked to the author. That was episode number nine. But if you haven't, or if you're interested in buying it, its release date is going to be on June the 7th of this year, 2022. Um, and let's talk a little bit about what the book's about. Sean Brogan has spent most of his life running from a past that he can never escape. Emotionally abandoned by his alcoholic father and secretly blaming himself for his mother's death, the scars he carries are ones that no one can see. On the anniversary of the day that changed his life forever, Sean flees New York City in his 1965 Triumph Bonneville, hoping to face the demons that plague his nightmares. So, just so you guys know, um, Kara is also doing a book birthday celebration June 7th on the Monarch Publishing YouTube channel from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll share that link so you guys have it. She's also doing a book signing um, at Panera in Clarksburg on June 11th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you need the address for that Panera, it's going to be 103 Emily Drive in Clarksburg, West Virginia, and the zip code is going to be 26301. Awesome. And you can pre-order the book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and lots of other super cool spots where you buy amazing books. We'll also share some links for that. Yeah, definitely. And just so you know, if you do need to get a copy of her book when she's doing the signing, she's going to have some copies there with her. And we are so excited that Kara decided to be our very first ad. Yeah, and by the way, if you pick up a book, you might get a super cool sticker to go along with it from your favorite podcast. Not the one you're thinking about, us. Definitely us. Definitely us, when I say <laughs> uh, I'm talking about us. Creeps. All right. So you should definitely read this book. You should definitely finish listening to this episode, then go find the episode where we interviewed Kara about this book. It's pretty awesome. All right. Stay creepy. This is another episode of Main Corpse. Horror Derbs. Alright, this is uh, this is gonna be fun. We have got a story for you that's going to turn the stomach. Alright, welcome back to Main Corpse Horror Derbs. Alright, this is uh, this is gonna be fun. Uh, so I'm Matt. And I'm Kelsey. And today we have a Memorial Day special uh, to celebrate the start of summer, um, to celebrate America a little bit, to celebrate uh, yeah, celebrate everything that makes summer great, I feel like. I, I, am I over-pitching this? Am I, I really am I thought you were going to say that makes America great again, and I was going to lose my shit. I, I will not say that. <laughs> I promise. All right, so first of all, let's talk about the two things that we have in front of us today. So, you guys, uh, with Horror Derves, we are going to try things that you could potentially go out and find at a local store. You may be able to order it online. Um, and we have two things today. The first one... Um, is the most American thing that's ever been made. This is genuine Fago firework flavored soda. Um, it has bomb pops on the uh, the red, white, and blue bomb pops. We will take a picture of that so you guys can all see it. And it is delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. Uh, I, I actually genuinely With do like symbols. Fago. 
Uh, I am not a, uh, <laughs> well, I'm not a juggalo, but I still like Fega. I don't know why. And the other thing that we have, um, special shout out to Brittany for bringing this all the way from Alabama for us. Uh, we have Golden Eagle Caramel Corn. Um, this is made, I believe, in Alabama. I could be wrong on that. We'll check it later on. Um, and see, I'll also post a picture of that. But apparently it's made with a type of syrup that's really popular in Alabama called Go Golden Eagle Syrup. Um, I'm super excited about it. Yeah, I don't see anywhere where it says where it was made. Um, Maybe all the way down here? No? It says Pride of Alabama. Okay, it's the Pride of Alabama. So my idea here, because again, we're, we're doing the summer theme thing, is uh, we have the firework pop, and then we have something that's kind of like Cracker Jacks, like you would get at an all-American baseball game. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the history of Memorial Day. Woo! Aren't we excited about that? And I love history. we are going to tie in today's murder with uh, Memorial Day. All right, so this is going to be a good one. I'm going to start off, because uh, I'm very thirsty, with the Fago fireworks. Let's do syrup. it. Uh, we both have a little shot glass of it, so it smells delicious. Oh my God, it it smells, smells like so a bomb good. pop, yeah. Okay, listen. Those popsicles that you get, like, in the, like, plastic container yep. thing, and it's just, like, juice in a container, mm -hmm. but you throw it in the freezer, and it turns yep. into a popsicle... I hate them in popsicle form. I would rather just drink them. I would rather just drink it too because that's pretty darn good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. Exactly that's is, really though. good. It's so good. I'm actually going to take another shot of that if you don't mind. Yeah. I'll let you guys hear the crisp opening. Okay. Maybe that. Maybe maybe that. So that, crisp. That was not crisp <laughs> at all. Uh, so. It's yeah. not particularly fizzy though. It's really not. Um, Fago normally isn't super fizzy in my experience though. Like, I don't know if they just under-carbonate or what, but I don't feel like going to a uh, clown festival and spraying this all over anyone, uh, but that I do like drinking gross. it. Yeah. Can you imagine being in the middle of the summer in Ohio at the Gathering of the Juggalos covered Why do they this? do that in Ohio? Um, I don't know, because terrible things happen in Ohio. I think that's the state motto. You know what? I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah. Oh, I really like that, though. I'm a fan of that. Michael needs to try that. Brittany does yeah. too. Brittany didn't get a chance to try it yet, so we need to correct that. So sucks to suck for Brit. The next thing that we have again is this golden eagle caramel corn. First, before we try it, how do you feel about caramel corn? Do you like it at all? Yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's okay. I like it better a little bit warm. Mm. Oh, I do like this though. This is really good. You can good. taste that there's just a little bit of molasses in it, and mm -hmm. I think that's where I'm like, ooh, this is good. But I'm a sucker for molasses. This is really good. Mm -hmm. This is really good caramel corn. How is this stuck in Alabama? Man, if someone get this out of Alabama, uh -huh. give it to all of us. Oh, that's good. Not saying anything bad about Alabama like I do about Ohio. Um, dang. This, this is super good, though. I know. We might Even be in the trouble. popcorn's not, like, too... I know. Like, it's nice and fluffy it's, and soft, and it's yeah. not, like... I don't know, and you know you get some kinds that's like all the pointy parts. It seems like that's mm -hmm. all you're biting into. Yeah. You're so oh, good. man, that's really good caramel corn. Okay. So uh, two for two today. This is maybe the best horror d'oeuvres we've ever done. Uh, this does not suck like some of the other things we've tried. <laughs> so that's, uh, and you'll hear those very soon, don't worry. But let's get to our subject for today. This is supposed to be a short, so let's keep it short and sweet and to the point. So 
Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Hopefully you get a chance to listen to this before you go out to your cookout, before you go hang out with your friends and family, and don't murder anyone. That would be nice. Don't murder. Don't give but us... But if you do... Don't give us new content, please. We don't want it. Um, okay, well, don't don't reach out if you do. Fine. Don't, don't, reach, don't reach out if you do, wink. Don't. <laughs> wink. Um, okay, so... Memorial Day was started in 19, sorry, 1868, um, just after the Civil War ended as a way for um, states to recognize the fallen soldiers, uh, the brothers and sisters that they've lost, um, and it has kept going all the way through the modern century, all the way into the 2000s, and we live not too far away from the largest Memorial Day Parade uh, and the longest ongoing Memorial Day Parade, which is in Grafton, West Virginia, and it's going on bright and early tomorrow, so if uh, anyone in Grafton hears this, give us a shout out. So I grew up with Memorial Day. Um, we take it very serious in the town of Grafton, West Virginia. Um, it used to be the largest. It's definitely the longest running continuously. They even kept it going ceremoniously through COVID. Um, they would just have, so I believe during COVID, they shut down Main Street and just had one person walk down it, um, carrying a flag and, like, and playing a drum. It was really kind of sweet. Um, so very, very cool. Uh, you know, that they've kept it going no matter what, and they will keep it going. So that's really, really cool. So the reason I said, or I said we're going to tie this to Memorial Day is the killing that we have is a not-so-famous, not-so-well-known American serial killer who was active during the Civil War and was actually caught um, and jailed shortly after the very first Memorial Day. So it has nothing to do with Memorial Day, but I thought it was a good chance for us to talk about a very early American serial killer that doesn't get a lot of publicity. So, But y'all just let me know if you're just <coughs> disappointed that we're not talking about some all-American kills on Memorial Day serial killer. Um, I haven't found one yet. If I'm I just do, saying that's what I. it sounded like we were going to get, Matt. Um, we might do a 4th of July episode because I may have one for that, too. All right. Um, I am I am diving deep into the all-American slasher uh, murderer, um, and uh, yeah, we might have something for the 4th of July, too. But let's talk about Lydia Danbury. Have you ever heard of Lydia Danbury before? You know I haven't. Okay, so let's jump in. So Lydia was orphaned as a child and raised by her uncle on a farm. Her uncle was named John. Uh, not that that matters, but I have that. At age 16, she was working as a tailor when she met her first husband, who was um, Harold Strzok. Um, at age 17... Um, she actually met him at age 17. She was working as a tailor at 16 when she met him. Um, at age 17, they were married, um, and they moved to New York City. After her husband became depressed after losing work, Lydia poisoned him with arsenic in 1864. So he got depressed because he had lost a bunch of work, um, and apparently it was very annoying, so she pulled out some arsenic and murdered him. As you it. did in the 1800s. Absolutely. Like, he's just sitting around being annoying, and she's like, Fuck that. <laughs> I can't put up with it. I'm going to kill you. Six weeks later, and this is where it turns pretty dark, she poisoned and killed three of their children as well. So she killed her husband after he lost work and um, became... Uh, a sad sack, apparently, and uh, she she <laughs> killed him with arsenic. Six weeks later, again, she poisoned um, three of her young children in the same manner. 
um, and murdered her other two children in 1865. Um, their death certificates are listed as typhoid fever as the cause of death. So nobody knew what she was doing yet. Um, meanwhile, Lydia got a new job working as a nurse and married her second husband, um, the widower Dennis Hurlbert, in 1868. After noticing his declining health, she also poisoned him with arsenic, killing him. She married Horatio Sherman in 1870 and killed him shortly after in May of 1871. This so, is a Black Widow scenario. This is a Black Widow scenario. So, again, there's not a ton of information that I can find on her, but I am, I, I'm hearing that, so her first husband got depressed, and she was like, you're going to look like you're not feeling well. Here's some arsenic. Go to sleep. She then killed five children, um, definitely three of which were her, from what I'm reading, uh, which is absolutely wild. She married again, poisoned and killed him, married again, and then within a year, poisoned and killed that husband as Listen, well. Listen, the second one was also not looking too hot. Yeah. He sneezed, and she was like, here, <laughs> have, drink this. Here, this will make you feel better. It'll make me feel better. Yeah. It's, <laughs> she was like, he's coughing a lot. It's really, it's really annoying. Um, I just censored an F word before I said it. I'm so proud of you. Day special. Okay. So all in all, she poisoned eight she poisoned and killed eight children over the years, six of which were her own. And whose children was she killing that apparently, weren't hers? I, I'm guessing where they said she was a nurse. My I'm God. guessing she she did she, that, yeah. Um So is she an angel of death too? I believe so, yeah. Amazing. So she poisoned eight children in her care, six of which, again, were her own, um, and her three husbands, and she was finally convicted of second-degree murder in 1872. Um, five years into her sentence, she escaped by claiming that she was sick and then escaping. They didn't just give her some arsenic? Uh, they didn't, no. No, <laughs> she claimed she was sick and escaped in the pretext of being sick, after her escape, she managed to get a job as a housekeeper um, to a rich widower in Providence, Rhode Island. She was caught shortly after that and imprisoned again um, before dying in Weathersfield State Prison, um, May 16, 1978, from cancer. So, yeah, th you're talking about a pretty prolific serial killer. 11 deaths um, from poisoning. And I've never heard of her. I have spent um, about a month kind of kind of going back and forth on the idea of covering her because I'm, I'm wanting, I'm looking more into old school. Like, and when I say old school, you know, I found some that are like 300 BCE confirmed serial killers. And I'm thinking about going way back because I'm also a big history buff. Uh, so I'm thinking about doing more of these really old ones that could get very interesting for us to cover. And this is one that just kind of came up as an early American serial killer. And when I read the story, I was thinking, how do you kill 11 people and not become... Um, more famous than you did. I mean, you know. Because it was the 1800s and she did not have a dick. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. So, there you go, guys. The brief story of Lydia Danbury. Stay tuned if, if I have and find more information on Lydia, maybe we'll do a full-length episode. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. So, with that being said, um, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and most other, most other spots where you can find super killer 
very cool podcasts. We're also on iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. I I sincerely <laughs> never remember that ever. I know. Okay, so I should write it down, but at this point, it's kind it's of becoming a thing. Fun. So yeah. All right, guys, stay spooky, stay creepy, be weirdos. Don't and kill anyone on Memorial Day. Unless you want to talk to us, maybe that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah, but reach can, out to us. You can also reach out to us anyway. You don't yeah. have to just kill somebody for it. Yeah, just talk to us. All right. <laughs> All right. Stay creepy. Happy Memorial Day. I'm gonna take one more shot of this firework figure. Is it fireworky? Oh, oh my gosh, it's so good. All right, <laughs> later.